Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? Ew, seriously. They squeeze the grease out of the wool and process it with chemicals, and then you eat it. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I got rid of products I didn't want anywhere near my body. I found that many multivitamins contain high amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and even lacked some of the nutrients we actually needed. So what did I do? At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. Ritual's products are made traceable, meaning we share the science and sourcing for every single ingredient. For example, our vegan vitamin D3 comes from sustainably harvested lichen in Nottingham, England, not sheep. We trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. See for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Attention homos and homettes. The train to the Rainbow Rewatch is officially leaving the station. Please keep your hands, feet, flip phones, and webkins inside the vehicle at all times. If you're not gay, now you are. Congratulations. Get ready in five, four, Ah, did I scare you? Good. My name is Liliana. And my name is Daniel. And today on Rainbow Rewatch, we will be re-examining Spongebob. Specifically, Season 2, Episode 6, Squidville, and Season 2, Episode 15, Band Geeks. And ask the question, was this TV show actually any good? Yes. Absolutely yes. Astoundingly yes. I didn't realize just how many episodes there were because I forgot that the episodes were like technically two-part episodes, Mm -hmm. like 10 minutes each. There's like hundreds of episodes of Spongebob. And they felt so much longer when we were kids. Like, I remember anytime Bang Geeks came on, we would like all stop what we were doing (laughs) and like push our like plans back. I don't care if like church was five minutes away. (laughs) Like we are watching Bang Geeks. SpongeBob is my religion. No. So fuck the church. Um, Sponge Jesus. (laughs) Sponge Jesus. Sponge Moses. And I think because the episodes are so self-contained, like it does feel longer. Like they're telling this whole story in 10 minutes, which honestly is not... Not easy to do. Mm. Um, I don't know about your ear parents, but my mom had a strict no SpongeBob policy. Really? I think she was just annoyed by the sounds. Like, it is annoying to listen to. Mm. SpongeBob's voice is very annoying. The laughing. You know, I get it. Um, Because I was a little annoyed watching it today. Mm. (laughs) I was like, oh, this is kind of annoying. Uh But also, it's part of the charm. Yeah, also, like, I know a lot of other parents who were like, Spongebob rots your brain. Right. And, like, to be fair, I guess it sort of did because look at where we are right now. Absolutely. And I remember there was this um, YouTube sort of meme era called YouTube Poop. Oh, no. I don't know if you... Were you ever? Did you ever? No. So, basically, do you know what, like... um, an abridged like TV show is or like an abridged piece of media like they shorten it so basic in it so like that's what like abridged literally means Mm -hmm. but like when you abridge something and like parody it it's like you do like voiceovers and you like you edit it incorrectly and like iCarly was a big YouTube poop Spongebob was a big YouTube poop and Squidsville and 
and band geeks were huge and there's like millions i'll show you one after yeah it's like so stupid <laughs> and they just edit it in such stupid ways and like I don't know. It's just a combination of, like, very early memes. Gotcha. So, like, I feel like that is also part of the brain rotting. Well, yeah, and it does definitely, like, I was thinking about why it was so popular today, Mm -hmm. and there were no answers. Um, I couldn't come to a conclusion, but what I noticed about it is that, yes, it was incredibly stupid, Mm -hmm. but there were, like, a lot of, obviously, there are a lot of adult jokes, like, yeah. I don't know if you caught it in this episode, but um, Squilliam, Squilliam Fancy Son, was uh-huh. like, I need an, like, you're going to need an ibuprofen or something. Oh, yeah. Because of the clarinet playing. But so, like, the the concepts and the sounds are stupid, but I think, like, under it all, there is actual, like, heart and a message and, like, a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hidden, but it's there. I don't know. I just feel like it's this tv show struck gold in the strangest way like they're anthropomorphized undersea creatures mm-hmm. and like there's insane violence mm-hmm. like two people literally fly in the sky and explode <laughs> and they hit it they spin their flags too fast they explode and their body parts fall on the crowd <laughs> like it's a very gruesome show but it was just like sort of the charm of it like in this universe nothing mattered mm-hmm. um and I think that's that's freeing. Like that's a fun place to live. My leg. <laughs> no, it's very slapstick, and like I guess, like that's almost coming back to like our Shakespearean roots. Oh. Um. But uh, wait, no. where's the connection between SpongeBob and Shakespeare? Slapstick. Okay. And Shakespeare. Am I missing something? Slapstick. Do you know what slapstick comedy is? Right. Like in Shakespeare. Do they do a lot of slapstick in Shakespeare? Yeah. Like what? Like what play? I don't know. I just remember. Oh. Cause slapstick to me is like Goofy. It's like Charlie Chaplin. Oh no. There was slapstick in Shakespearean times. Um, okay. Alright. Okay. We should do a synopsis. Okay, let's do it. Um okay, I'll do the first one. Frustrated with Spongebob and Patrick's shenanigans, Squidward escapes to Tentacle Acres, a cookie-cutter gated neighborhood filled with uptight squids. At first, Squidward is happy as a clam. Get it? (laughs) Um, But in the end, will the monotony... Oh my god, I, I wrote this myself. Will the monotony be his perfect hideaway, or will the boredom make him long for home? You got there. Uh-huh. You got there. You did it. Yeah. Um. Basically, like, Squid- Squidward goes to Squidward Utopia. It's, like, perfect there. Yeah. It's- and honestly, I think I would sort of like it there. It does sound fun. Like, first of all, canned bread. I have to try Can- that. I do need to try canned bread. He loves canned bread. Then he goes to an interpretive dancing class. Mm-hmm. And then he plays in a clarinet trio. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he do jazzercise? Yeah, the interpretive dance. The interpretive mm-hmm. dance. Right. Um, that sounds great. I would love to live there. Yeah. And the shopping, the shopping center. Mm-hmm. Chico's. We might live. We live in Squidsville. We live Sorry. in Tentacle Acres. We basically do. All the Somers moms are like uh. biking, <laughs> running. I love the girl squids. Yes. Because they have, like, the B.O.B. Now you're calling me Bob. Bob, Yes, they have the Bob. And, like, just lipstick. 
I love them too. Mm-hmm. I want to be one for Halloween. Mm. And this reminded me of that one episode with the real estate agent. And do you remember where yes. she's like, "I, you're Squidward, she's Squidward, he's Squidward, I'm Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I loved when in this episode where SpongeBob and Patchwork are going up to all of them and asking if they were Squidward. Um, and they asked someone if they were Squidward and he said no. And then Patrick goes... Are you Squidward now? <laughs> that was so funny. So, and then they're like, that guy definitely isn't Squidward. Meanwhile, he's the Squidward. He is Squidward. He is Squidward, but the fire hydrant. Now, he wasn't Squidward. Mm. Um, the synopsis for the second episode we watched, Band Geeks, in order to upstage his old rival, Squidward puts together a band to play the Bubble Bowl, essentially Bikini Bottom Super Bowl halftime show. However, all of his recruits are the talentless and dumb citizens of Bikini Bottom. Will they be able to band together and impress Squilliam Fancy Son? Did you get that part? The pun? Yeah. It was, it was Oh my god. You wrote so it, right? You wrote this intelligent one? and just like kind of highbrow. <laughs> High I don't know if you got unibrow. it. But, like, band and band. Do you know what I mean? You know, band. And then, I don't know if you realize, but in the name of the episode, there's, it says band. And then also, in the episode, they are in... A band. A band. And also, they band together. Oh! Wearing exercise bands. Yeah. I remember this episode so vividly. And we chose these. We every time we do a TV show, we choose these episodes very arbitrarily. Yeah. But these were just the two that I remembered, right off the top of my head. I also remember the bubble one. Do you remember the bubble, where with the bubble buddy? No, and the, they're just like blowing bubbles. All, uh, oh, technique, technique. Yes. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And SpongeBob blows a bubble, and it's like a elephant, and mm-hmm. and uh, Patrick has his great line where he's like, <laughs> "It's a giraffe." <laughs> I love that. Um, I I remember that because my brother used to have on his Game Boy, he used to have a Game Boy game, game of SpongeBob that was just three SpongeBob episodes. Mm. So we used to watch that episode. Oh wait, wait, and a wait! Couple of others. The Game Boy cartridge had the episodes on it. It was just like oh, three I n- episodes. I never heard of that. Yeah. Wow, that's super interesting. It was very weird. They also had some other ones for some Nickelodeon shows. But the one I remember was SpongeBob. Oh, wow. I can't believe I never heard of that. I know. It's very niche. Yeah. It's very niche. Like, or maybe it was for the DS. I think it was for the Game Boy. Okay. Like, the... Um, Would it have two, did it have two screens? Or one screen? It, no, no, it was the one. It was the one screen. It was the Game Boy that flipped open this way. Oh, that was like, Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Ugh, I miss those. That is kind of advanced. <laughs> yeah, it's like very advanced. Sometimes um, I, f- I want to break out my DS, and then I'm like, oh, wait. that's There's better things to do with my time. True. true. All those games are old. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Fun fact? Um... So, fun fact number one, Sweet Victory by David Glenn Isley went from being a relatively unknown production track to over 300,000 iTunes downloads in one year after being used in the show, which is a lot for when this came out. Absolutely. In 2001 or 2002 when this came out. Stream Sweet Victory. It would have, if this came out now, like, he'd have stands. He'd have He'd be like White Boy of the Month. Uh, the new Olivia Rodrigo. No, literally. <laughs> no, and honestly, it's so interesting to hear that it wasn't... Because when this episode came out, we were very young. Mm-hmm. But I always thought that this was, like, a popular song. Mm, and they just, like, co-opted it. But right. here like, they are, giving giving a downtrodden artist some clout. Uh, 
<laughs> I fucking honestly, it's a great song. It got me going. Mm-hmm. The beat, the the little orchestra part in the beginning. It's a good song. They chose a good song. Um, also, I just love that SpongeBob's voice. Completely, it's not completely him. changed. It's simply, it's simply not SpongeBob. Ugh, I love shows where like the stupidity is built in. So like you believe that you believe it. It's allowed to be stupid because it's part. It's canon. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Fun fact number two: After creator Steven Hillenburg's death in 2018, a Change.org petition stating that the sweet victory scene should be played at the Super Bowl halftime show amassed over 1.1 million signatures. However, at the show, only a short snippet of Squidward introducing Travis Scott was used, and that like, was like a big problem. Travis Scott performed at the Super Bowl. Yeah, like he was the halftime show. Yeah, that was like back when he was like super big. Oh, I don't remember. And then that. he had like the Fort. Oh no, the Fortnite thing was during COVID, I think. Um, but yeah. Wow, one point one million signatures. They should have just played Sweet Victory. Yeah, and then like people got really pissed, and then they ended up um like posting the whole thing in a commercial because they like realized people are so upset. That's good at least. Yeah, they should have just done. That should have just been the show. Right. But also in 2018, I'm pretty sure that was around the time when the SpongeBob musical was happening. Mm-hmm. Can I just get them to do it? Yeah. Have the SpongeBob musical cast do Sweet Victory. Is Sweet Victory in that? It should be, since it's already a jukebox musical, right? I don't. I feel like it's not. Lost. I know. What, yeah. Why not? Is, oh, well, I heard it was really good. It's on, I think, Paramount Plus because the, 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 they filmed it. Oh, really? They filmed it. Um, I heard it was good too. Mm-hmm. I heard it was very entertaining, and it's not a jukebox musical. It's all the songs were oh, written by different right. celebrities, right, right, right. so it's sort of jukeboxy because it and it's like a mismatched all these different styles, mm-hmm. which does kind of work for SpongeBob. Um, but I also heard it was good. I would, I would honestly have seen it. Yeah, but I just I like, can't. I don't know. I couldn't spend that my money on that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm going on to Broadway. Let me see I'm going to go see Wicked for the let, first time. I was going to say, let me see Wicked for the third time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so fun fact number three, and my favorite one. In, in Squidville, the doorman's question, are you now or have you ever been a sponge, mimics Senator Joseph McCarthy's infamous interrogation question, are you now or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? That's so weird. And also, like, I love when they throw in those jokes for the parents. Yes. And I feel like that's very much, like, the ibuprofen, like, what we were talking about. Is that, like, a common thing? I didn't yeah. know that was such an infamous question. Yeah, totally. I mean, my parents are history majors, so, like, maybe that's why I know it so well. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. Huh. I didn't know that was, like, canon, but it has to be, because it's such style. a funny thing to mention. Yeah. Um... It's also very funny, like that. The fact that they asked that question at the gate implies that, like, this has been a problem before. But like, we barely meet any other sponges. Yeah. In the show, just his grandma. Just his grandma. Well, his parents come eventually, I think. Yeah. Um. So do all squid? Are all sponges annoying? I and do like... all do all squidwards hate the sponges? Do all are they squids or octopus? I. 
I really hope they're squids because that would be... But also, I kind of hope they're octopi because that would be the funniest thing. I think they're supposed to be octopi, but they only have six legs. But squids don't have any. His name's Squidward. I know. I know. <laughs> and it's Squilliam. Well, I guess like Octo... Octoword. <laughs> you can't really get a name off octopus. But like... Octoperson. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They, Let's see. Let me look on the SpongeBob wiki. This is very important. Squid. Ward. Also, like, why did they pick a sponge for SpongeBob? Like, this show was so... Like, the decisions they made were so weird, but they clearly worked so well. <laughs> Squidward tennis balls. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's look at his race. <laughs> <laughs> Um, gender male. Confirmed. Classification: Giant Pacific Octopus. Interesting. I love how they put the giant part in there too. Yeah, Skid would be very offended about that. No, literally. Oh wow. Okay, so we got oct octopi. We got some starfish. I wish they like. I don't know. Like, why doesn't Squidward ever like ink himself? You made me ink. You made me ink. Um, he should bottle it. He should bottle it and sell it. Put it on the Krabby Patties. Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Do you know, like, Gamer Girl Bathwater? This what? girl who is, like, a streamer on Twitch, she <laughs> she bottled her bathwater and sold it. And she made, like, money. So, to me, that's very, like sweating in your underwear and then selling that adjacent mm -hmm. but at least the underwear i get because you want to smell it yeah over oh, the bath water why would you do that why would you want that i ordered a bottle so <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty sure i can't remember if this was a meme or not but i'm pretty sure like people drank it and like got sick well, it's a bath water <laughs> it's dirty and I soapy mean, but also if that were me i would just like go to my tap and just like sorry maybe you might get some fluoride but okay but like also they they would know they would know that it's not the bath water because bath water is soapy like when the soap i feel like the soap the bubbles would all pop by the time it gets to you but it's this it's the smell <laughs> it's the consistency and maybe a little discharge in there yes because mm -hmm. you know when you get in the bath you get out of the bath the bath water's not clear anymore mm -hmm. it's like murky it's spitting it a <laughs> yeah, whole just... a whole bunch <laughs> but also like then i would just sell my spit that's a whole right. different product a whole oh. different kink line that's what i'm saying is like what is the appeal i i guess i don't understand what the bath water was because i don't understand the appeal mm -hmm. maybe they just want to like a taste of her i don't know sell your toenail clippings like that's much more lucrative those mm -hmm. don't grow back as fast true um okay this is not about spongebob anymore why don't we take a quick little break and then we'll be back and we will discuss more say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards 
Democrats, tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Okay, we're back. Um, <laughs> I think we have to start with the obvious, uh-huh. which is SpongeBob as a queer icon. True. Because in June of 2020, mm-hmm. um, the Nickelodeon Twitter account did like a pride thing and they included Spongebob with Cora, who's like from Legend of Cora, and she's like bi and she's a girlfriend in the show and some other random old man. I think it's a man who's, I think the actor's trans. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. I think that's why he was there. Oh, fun. So two confirmed or in other ways queer people yeah and then spongebob and and like they didn't really explain anything no they They, turned off comments too you can't reply to the tweet and now it's just like okay and i know i saw something in like 2005 the creator said he was asexual but like he's a sponge right so like i'm sure he was just being logical and I think there are, like, two ways to take that post. Mm-hmm. There is Spongebob is a part of the LGBTQ community, like, in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am i don't know if that's the one I subscribe to. Mm-hmm. Then there's the other, which is, like, not so much about Spongebob as a character, but about, like, the message of the show and the point of the show. Because the show is about acceptance and about, you know, accepting other people and being tolerant mm-hmm. and... An ally. An ally. So maybe they were using SpongeBob as a figurehead for the message of the show, which is like, you know, accept others and just like try to get along kind of a vibe. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if I... Ugh, it's so conflicting because I think the show does give us a lot of Easter eggs that SpongeBob is a little fruity. Yeah. He's very fabulous. He presents sort of he doesn't care about how he presents with his masculinity he yeah you know i think he just like he must limp his wrist like all the time like he has a very high-pitched voice so like break out into song things that we'd sort of say are queer coded um but at the same time he never has any romantic partners any sexual partners obviously for the television show um (laughs) he fucks someone on the show (laughs) (laughs) please Now I get why my mom didn't want me to watch it. Uh Um, But so nothing's ever confirmed. So I'm like, then what's the point of five years after the show ending saying that? Like, what's the point? Well, I mean, now they're doing like Camp Coral. What's that? Oh, did you not hear they're doing a spinoff show? Who's in it? Like all the characters. It's when they were kids. Oh, no. Like Muppet Babies. Like Muppet Babies, exactly. Oh, no. Why'd yeah. they do that? Um, I don't know, but I think they used they used the newest movie to sort of promote it because they have flashback scenes to Camp Coral, and then, and then they do, then they go to Camp Coral. Okay. All right. But then, is everyone the same age? Um, no, so all, so Squidward, Sandy, and Patrick, and Spongebob are the same age, and they're, like, counselor, and they're, like, campers. Yeah. And Mr. Krabs and Plankton are, like, a sort of, like, older teens, like, young adults running the camp, sort of. Okay. And Mrs. Puff. But it's, like, not canon, 
or like this retcons do you know like retcon i'm assuming it means like fixing like going back and fixing yeah the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so like retcon they this retcons um like certain aspects of the show of the original show because like it shows them meeting like when right. they're like kind of adults in certain scenes like certain characters meeting yes but like here they are like as babies huh and that won't solve any questions about the, their sexuality because yeah. they're going to be teenagers or whatever yeah. they are kids they're, yeah oh that's okay well i'm glad they're bringing it back but still it's like what's the point so far after of saying that and i kind of like it's very J.K. Rowling to me. I was gonna say that. I, like, I knew, and I knew you were gonna say that. Like too. very, like oh yeah, Dumbledore's a faggot, but like doing none of the actual work. Yeah. Um, and of course, Nickelodeon didn't say SpongeBob is gay. It was it was as vague as vague could be, just sort of like lumping him in with pride. Yeah, which could mean a lot of different things. They dropped it and walked away. Right. They literally did. They threw that Molotov cocktail and let it fly. Um. But like, what, like, why, why make that change? Like, why add that little tidbit? Why is it important? And I, I think a lot of people on the internet do think that SpongeBob is gay. Like, do want him to be queer, and do make that a part of their interpretation of the show. Yeah. Um. Like everyone's reaction to the tweet is like, yes, he's definitely, he's definitely gay. Yeah. But like, I don't know if I buy it. He's definitely a little fruity. Definitely. Um, but. I don't think I mean and there are so many scenes where he unnecessarily dresses up like a woman. Right. Um, just like all these other characters we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like he's probably just an extremely like feminine man. Yeah. He's metrosexual. Metrosexual. <laughs> um <laughs> I miss metrosexual. Yeah. Let's bring that back. No, yeah, no, he's definitely I mean, certainly and I I subscribe to the idea that he's asexual. Like, that to me checks out because his sexuality is never a part of the show and he seems like he just doesn't exhibit any sort of sexual feelings Mm -hmm. at all, which I think is great. And I would... Like, maybe that's what they were saying. Like, maybe by including him in that Pride post because asexuality does fall under the LGBTQ umbrella. So maybe that's what they meant since the creator said that he intended him to be asexual but like i don't know i think it's even honestly it's almost worse than jk rowling because at least jk rowling didn't write it in the canon but like at least she said dumbledore is gay versus sort of just like alluding to some sort of queerness that's as vague as vague can be Mm -hmm. like they didn't make any stance yeah that's almost worse um Okay, so, like, I definitely, definitely not gay. Because, like, he... Because as we were saying, all the reasons we just listed. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm definitely... I'm leaning toward asexual. Yeah. And also, like, I buy gender non-conforming. Like, yeah. he's... He, he can just be, like, a he-they. A he-they. He-they, yes. asexual, confirmed, done. End of discussion. Done. End of discussion. <laughs> and I, I think that's true. Like, yeah. I would believe that. Yeah. Um... What about the sexualities of the other characters? Okay, so I'm so glad you brought that up <laughs> because I did find a little um, a little list of like uh, characters and possible headcanon sexualities yeah. posted by Kara Meat Crumbles, 
love your name. <laughs> Very funny. But I do want to know if it's crumbles made of meat or... Yeah, what are the crumbles yeah. about? I love the image, though. Yeah. So they said um, that SpongeBob is asexual and pansexual. I don't think he's pansexual. I think he's, like, literally... I think he's as far down the asexuality spectrum as you can go. Maybe, like... Maybe he's, like, not a romantic. Exactly. Maybe he's not a romantic and he's, like, panromantic or something. Um, but we'll see. Because I think you could argue that he has, he has romantic feelings towards Patrick and or Squidward. Mm-hmm. I would buy that. Yeah, he's a little annoying crush on Squidward. Yeah, I know, because he, he shows a lot of care for Squidward, actually. And that's whole SpongeBob's thing, is he's annoying as fuck, but he, like, <laughs> genuinely cares about people, uh-huh. and he tries to be there for other people, which I think, like, is his redeeming quality. Yeah. And so in, even in the Squid Squidville episode, right, like, SpongeBob felt bad, and so he wanted to go back to Squidward and, like, apologize and get him back. Um... So I do think he has some something going on with Squidward because Squidward is as gay as you can be. Squidward is a homosexual <laughs> and he is he He's just, not gay, he's a homosexual. He's a homosexual. He's not part of the LGBT community. <laughs> I see these people on on fucking t- Twitter all the time. I'm not part of the like like me, a homosexual. Like, side-eyed, the LGBT community, like, oh, leather shit. dogs, like, all that sort of <laughs> stuff. He is a homosexual. He is. He's uptight. He's cranky. Mm-hmm. He's very... He wants things to be a specific way. You know, he loves music. He loves art. He loves culture. I think these are all very queer-coded attributes. Mm-hmm. And then you know what else I think is queer-coded is he's not good at any of it. He's not... He's, he's so narcissistic but also so self-deprecating mm-hmm. and he thinks he's amazing, but he's not. That's his, that's every queer person I know. Squilliam Fancy Son, ex-boyfriend. <gasps> you think? You think? I, yes. Uh, yeah, I think. But and, and it would go on this this trope of queer men dating men who date just like, look just like them. Exactly, exactly. It all and he out. has a unibrow and he's proud of it. And it looks very luscious. It looks very luscious. Only queer men have unibrows and are proud of it. Exactly. Thank <laughs> okay. you. So Squidward's gay. Yeah, so Squidward's gay. And that's what they said, too. They said mm-hmm. Squidward's gay. So I agree. That's the most obvious one, I would say. Yeah. Out of them all. And then you know what else I think is extremely obvious is Sandy Cheeks being a lesbian. Right. Because she, she's very tough. She is a lesbian. She's very... It's so interesting because she's simultaneously butch... But like, also, she has a flower in her in her head thing, and she wears a little bikini. She does underneath her her astronaut suit. Again, like, like what was this writer's room being like? And we're gonna have a character that's a squirrel, but since the squirrel's underwater, will wear an astronaut suit. I just, how did they come up with that? Also, like, how did she get um all that air to the bottom of the ocean? And like the very bottom, like the bottom, like the bikini, the bottom. bikini bottom. But also, like, she's gonna run out of air. <laughs> like that's how you can't just breathe the same air. Does forever. she make trips ever? I feel like maybe in, in a later episode we haven't seen. I feel like it'd be a good 
idea for her to have a fun trip to the surface to get some oxygen <laughs> her yearly trip to the surface oh and you know what episode i love with her is sort of her kill bill moment the hibernation one she, i love that one but the one where she's fighting through yes the tower the different levels yeah i love that one i think her iconic episode is the hibernation one true it's not even she's not really in it very much where she gets all grizzly right. that's so she's a however i will say that's very bear like of her she's a squirrel yeah when she gets when she turns into that big monster well because she's like she eats so much so she can hibernate so she's just like a thick old woman mm-hmm. um but also why would she need to hibernate in the ocean it's like the ocean changes temperature that much true she's in a suit anyway true i mean it does it does snow in bikini bottom it does so i don't really know maybe it doesn't exist on earth you're so right because the rules of this ocean place ima- imagine imagine we like because you know they say the ocean's like 87 percent uncovered like mm-hmm. we don't know what's there imagine we find a bikini bottom i'm saying like imagine if we find like a whole little village where all the little <laughs> sea creatures live in harmony but they're all the same size <laughs> um i would like that no same okay so patrick if anyone can help us out on the original post she had um like a pride flag that has let me see exactly it's pink at the top and then blue and no it's pink at the top then purple then blue which is the bi flag the right bi flag. and then underneath that it has red and black so either that's a flag we've never heard of or it's like the bi flag plus i don't know plus something <laughs> um we're just gonna say maybe he this person thought patrick was bi yeah i do know if i do know just a red and black stripe alone is the anarcho-communism flag so sexual communist yeah maybe he's just a bisexual who loves anarchy and communism <laughs> and you know what he kind of is he kind of is he's giving to me cronk he Himbo bisexual He's energy. Me cronk. I feel like Lenny gives me more cronk. Lenny the lobster. No, Lenny lobster's too smart. But like Patrick is the himbo that triangle body. No body type, absolutely. But mm-hmm. Lenny to me is like, like straight guy who fishes, like as straight mm-hmm. as you can be. Mm-hmm. He's a little okay. toxic in that way. Patrick has this like dumb non-toxically masculine he's definitely like masculine Mm -hmm. like he's gross he smells bad (laughs) he's like lazy you know like all those like negative attributes of masculinity Mm -hmm. but he's sweet and he's like a good time so that to me is like bisexual himbo (laughs) and he's a bear and he's a bear Mm -hmm. um honestly if i we'll get to that later i was gonna say if which character i would want to marry you're on you're on drugs you're sick in the head i did i do have a boy ranking set up (laughs) (laughs) that's why i was saying we go back to um but um other characters um of importance yeah mr crab i don't think mr crabs is is queer he's just jewish (laughs) i'm 
That's the I whole thing, am... right? Similar vibes. I do love his little... Um, I do love his just outfit. His outfit does scream straight ally. Yes. Um, Dad energy. So I think you may have a point. He serves like um, war veteran. <laughs> like I saw there's this one That's um, headcanon sort of like conspiracy theory that there was... That these are the evolved animals of the sea. And then there's de-evolved, like, unevolved, like, just straight up the animals, mm. like, the normal animals. And there was a huge war between the two <laughs> factions. And Mr. Krabs fought in the war, and he killed a whale and took in his daughter, her daughter, or whoever, the whale's daughter, and that's Pearl. And that the secret ingredient in Krabby Patties is the whale meat. And since whales are so big, that's why it's lasted so long. <laughs> I'm screaming. I can't believe I remembered all of that. See, I didn't think he killed the whale. I thought it was more like a Miss Saigon moment uh, where he, like, goes abroad and, like, <laughs> please has sex with one of the other <laughs> sex workers. And the I, other. Think, I think I love this more, especially given the context that it's just, like, a fucking whale. That's, yeah. like, a human fucking, like, a whale. That is. It's, it give, it's giving me, like breeding dogs when they have like a really big dog and a really small dog breeding like uh, a like a pomsky pomeranian and a husky oh no pomeranians are 15 pounds huskies are a hundred <laughs> or like um hagrid like his yes. his dad has to be a human the dad has to be a human like the like how are you fitting a giant dick in a human's vagina no absolutely yeah it's confirmed, I think, that yeah, Hagrid's yeah, dad yeah. is a man. Yeah. I wonder if J.K. Rowling thought through that decision. Or if she must have. She, she must, must have, have at least put one ounce of thought into that. Yeah. Um, okay, so Mr. Krabs an ally. Um, Plankton is bisexual, and that is the truest statement I've ever heard. He, is, he gives such bisexual energy. Yeah. Feel free to disagree. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's not bisexual <laughs> i think he probably is like i'm trying to think of like he's like technosexual like he loves karen i'm okay that makes sense i don't know there's something like he's I don't a know monster what to make fucker sure <laughs> we know mr Krabs is a monster fucker you're right the whale um uh, yeah no but plankton is plankton is bisexual okay. he gives like yeah no i agree fruity yeah but he'd still fuck your mom type of energy mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's evil so he's and bisexual he's, yeah. and he's evil. um and then uh, this listed karen as non-binary which is it's also, a it's a robot non-binary <laughs> like she her though like she died, maybe. Oh, because she does use like Karen and right. Also, LOL, Karen. Yes, full Karen. Maybe um. Yeah, yeah. I'll give Karen I'm non-binary. Yeah, because it's a robot. Because it's a robot. Yeah, there are different rules. <laughs> there are different rules. I mean, there is no like. I mean, I guess. Like a a robot can have gender, but not sex. I was gonna say like, what's sexuality? Yeah. Doesn't matter. True. Okay. You think Pearl... This listed Pearl as a trans woman. And I think maybe I just want a trans woman on the show. 
I kind of think she's just like Valley Girl. Yeah, because here's why I don't want to say Pearl's trans woman. Because uh-huh. that's giving, oh, so of course the largest <laughs> woman you're saying is a trans woman. Ah! <laughs> no, that's so true. <laughs> like, that to me doesn't read as okay. Yeah. Especially because, like, honestly, she could be. Yeah. Like, but also she could just be every cis straight woman I've ever met. True. And she does, you know, in her obsession with, like, boys boys don't cry it was that them boys who cry do you remember like the one direction episode basically oh yeah, yeah. that was say, i need four ply floor ply four ply when i cry i don't remember the song it's so funny um i buy it though yeah the more i think about it um probably not a trans woman definitely probably. straight definitely straight Plankton could be a trans man. Plankton could be a trans man. Um, and this listed Lenny the Lobster as a trans man, which is also like, okay. and I do know like a couple of trans men who work out like a ton. Um, but I don't know. Honestly, I think Lenny's gay. I, don't, I feel like we're going to disagree here. No, I think I Lenny's gay. He's very that stereotype of like beefy gay beefy gay that's yeah. it that's a stereotype yeah um you know who could be trans who? mrs puff mrs puff could be trans especially given like do you also know this other conspiracy theory about oh, no. about like mrs puff's dangerous past apparently she used to be like apparently <laughs> apparently according to like i heard a rumor like when i went to right. bikini bottom um <laughs> That, oh my god, I can't remember the, the name of this city, but there's, like, tons of, like, connections, because she does have a mugshot, mm-hmm. like, a mugshot, yes. like, from, like, when she was younger, and they used, like, the mugshot multiple times in the show, so, like, they think that, like, she used to be, like, the getaway driver for, like, bank robbers, and her go-to tactic used to be... <laughs> tying like balloon animals and throwing them because like she does this in this one scene and she says something like oh my god like i can't be- like i told myself i'd never do this again <laughs> and then she ties a balloon animal and like throws it back and distracts the police officers and then they crash into each other and they explode so what you're saying is all trans women are criminals um yes <laughs> and me included wait Okay, so Mrs. Puff definitely has a pass. And you know who I just thought of also? True. Who's definitely gay? Uh-huh. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. True. Mer- They're also, as gay as gay can be. Do they ever... I really want to get to this, but first, do they ever explain, like, their vibes? Like, how did they get, like, superpowers? Because they're people. They're not mermaids. They're people. Wait, so what are they doing underwater? I think because I feel like part of their powers are like are like water based, right? Don't they sh- shoot jets of water? But how do you shoot jets of water underwater? Okay, we're gonna discuss this after the break. Yeah. Okay, so so it definitely he's a mermaid man. Yeah, and Barnacle Boy, but like Eurogrown Man too. <laughs> it's definitely Batman and Robin, right? Which is. Very gay. Robin's very gay, obviously. It's the whole thing. The underwear over the pants and everything. Like I love that. I do love that too. But and he's dressed up like a sailor. But here's also what I'm confused about. 
in the scenes where SpongeBob and Patrick go out of the water, they're sponge and starfish size. So not human size. But uh-huh. underwater, the humans are the same size as them. And also Squidward is a giant squid and SpongeBob is just a sponge. So yes, like, not even a sea sponge. Yeah. SpongeBob is just a sponge. He's just a kitchen sponge. <laughs> also, but he, to be fair, he is shaped like a kitchen sponge. He isn't shaped like a circle. No, he's shaped like a kitchen sponge. So, like, maybe there's some scaling issues. Maybe it's the pressure of the ocean in this one area. It just pushes them to be different sizes. Or maybe, like... So, maybe everything in this place is super big. But also a giant squid, a giant octopus would be bigger than a person. No. No. You're thinking of giant squid. Okay. Octopuses I don't think get that big. Okay. So maybe when they're underwater, they absorb so much water that they get so big. But like then but then Sandy Cheeks is a squirrel. But she's a giant squirrel then. <laughs> Maybe she is just a giant squirrel. <laughs> Maybe she's just a giant squirrel. And Mermaid <laughs> and a Barnacle Boy are just tiny humans. Maybe they're just... Who also happen to have superpowers and live underwater. Yeah. Maybe part of their superpowers is that they're super short. Maybe tiny. they can transform sizes. But also, why would they choose to live underwater with animals? I guess it does come kind of fun if I could do that. But why do they do... Why do they choose that? Um... These are all excellent questions. And you also, know what? I think these are the important questions because uh-huh. clearly the show, we're trying to uncover what this is all really about. Yeah. Who's gay? Who's straight? Who's a giant man who was shrunk into smaller size? Mm-hmm. That type of stuff. It's very important. Also, but like they wouldn't be the size, they wouldn't be smaller than a pineapple. Is it a real pineapple? Or is it a fake pineapple? Also, what is Squidward's house? Squidward's house is a totem. I just looked it up. It's supposed to be like a to- like a like an Easter Island head totem. So it's the size of an Easter Island head. Those are huge. Those are huge, and definitely not the same size as a pineapple and a rock. <laughs> no. Um, also, they live. Just three random houses in the middle of nowhere outside of the city? Or do they have other neighbors that we never ever see? I don't know. These are all really excellent questions. That's, you know, and again, it seems like the show was not too concerned with answering those questions. Yeah. But I think that's why people are so obsessed with, like, their sexualities because there's so much unknown about it. And what's great about the show is because it's so silly and ridiculous, like, you're able to project a lot onto these characters mm-hmm. in a way that's like kind of fun. Yeah. Um but also totally stupid. Yeah. Um but I don't know, I feel like this is a show that a lot of people our age watched. Like like within a ten year not yeah. ten year, a five year plus or minus radius of us. Totally, totally. Watch this show and have strong memories of it. It's just like one of those shows. And have so much cultural relevancy mm-hmm. um, that I just like, it's no wonder. It's no wonder we all think they're gay and True. want them to be gay. And because now we're all gay. Maybe it was gay hypnosis. Maybe. 
Maybe this was the brain rotting. Maybe being gay is the brain rotting. See, and again, this is why my mom did not want me to watch it. Did you watch this growing up at all? Oh, yeah. Okay. It would be like when she's not there or like quietly, Mm -hmm. you know. I would watch it. Oh, yeah. I watched a whole bunch. You were a closet SpongeBob fan. I was. You know what I remember? Mm -hmm. The movie? The Goofy Goober. Oh, I love that. Wait, was that the movie? Uh, I'm a goofy goober. Yeah, that's from the big dance scene. That's from the movie with the the mermaid mermaid. girl. Yeah, Yeah. who I stand. The mermaid girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love her. She's she's bi. (laughs) Because that one, it's like a road trip one. There was another one where they go to Atlantis. I think that's an. Is that a movie or is that a TV show? Is that an episode? There's another episode where they go to Atlantis. Because in the movie. The merm the merman, um, Triton comes to them. I think there's another one where they go to Atlantis. Does anyone remember that? I don't. There's so many episodes I cannot remember. <laughs> yeah. I know that there's. I know in the newest. So that's King Triton. I know in the new movie. They go to. They go to Poseidon. So they go there, but I don't. You haven't seen that movie, right? The new, new one, like the, the new, new one that animated? came out like this year. That one. Yeah. Oh, Sponge on the Run. Okay. They go to Poseidon in that one. Yeah. Oh my god. They really stretched that Atlantis Poseidon mermaid thing real thin. They did. <laughs> and he's <laughs> and like a sham. It's of so course. funny. See, that does sound like the other one where they go to Atlantis. Maybe it's know. literally just the same movie. Maybe it's the same movie. And you know what episode is probably my favorite overall is the Medieval Times one. Did you ever see this one? It was like no. a big deal when it came out. It was like SpongeBob Medieval Times. And they released like a video game with it. No. He goes back. Well, I'm pretty sure like you're supposed to think that he time traveled. But in reality, he just like gets sent off in the distance and then lands at a renaissance fair oh that's and like you think he's about to be executed or whatever it's really silly i think my favorite episode is the hash slinging slasher that is pretty iconic there's so many ones the bubble one the jellyfish one where the jellyfish oh like jellyfish come... hunting the je- well yes but then when the jellyfish come to this house <gasps> oh that one i almost have seen so many times that i'm like i can't watch it you can't anymore. watch that one what's another good one the one where they have that giant monster like a giant sea worm or something. Oh, when they're inside the Alaskan bullworm. The Alaskan bullworm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely correct. Um, so I'm gonna go. The one where Squidward is obsessed with the Krabby Patties. Oh, when his <laughs> wait. Did you know somebody? Oh my god! I think I hope it was Doja Cat. Somebody sent took a screenshot of that and some random Twitter stand and sent it to Doja Cat and said, "You're built like this." The one where his like <laughs> the one where his thighs are really big, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure <laughs> she said thank awful. you. Oh my god, um, body goals, honestly. The no, original BBL, no true. Um, and then the pretty patties one, so guy, literally rainbows. Yes. yes, he starts his own little business. Yeah. Yes, his own little business. <laughs> business. I was gonna make it queer, but I couldn't. Um, <laughs> do we rank the men? I don't know. Is that sort of egregious of us? <laughs> You know, disgusting? I think it would be just 
nasty enough. We've done. Oh my god, my cat's here. Oh hi. He's he's Wellington, smelling my stuff. Would you fuck Lenny the Lobster? Wellington's guy. Pawed <laughs> my mic. Oh, want the mic? Too bad. Oh, he's so precious. He is really precious. Um, okay. Who I would mean, you want to? How about this instead? Fuck Mary Kill. Okay, let's pick okay. three for each other. You pick three for me, or I'll pick. We'll we'll think. Okay, I'm gonna give you Mr. Krabs. Okay, I need to know where he Squidward. And Patrick. Okay, so I would. Huh. Huh. I wouldn't. I would kill Mr. Krabs. I would marry Squidward and I would fuck Patrick. So you're I... a Nazi. You want to kill the Jew. Ah, 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 <laughs> Cancelled. <laughs> Wait, so you want to marry Squidward, fuck Patrick? Yeah. Is that what you said? It's okay. more so just like I would want to marry i just want to marry squared and i want to like kill mr Krabs. and patrick is just sort of an extra like like i don't actually want to have sex with them i'd probably just but most of the men you have sex with are very patrick i'm <laughs> in other news i just shaved my head <laughs> um i've been executed <laughs> um where are my three then okay so you're three I'm also, gonna... you can add Plankton to the list. He's not on our list of men. Oh, true. If, if so, I was I was gonna say Plankton. Oh, okay. So I was gonna say Plankton, SpongeBob, and Sandy. Oh, okay. I'm going to marry Sandy. That is probably the smartest financial decision for you. Oh, absolutely. She has a huge house she under does. a dome. And she's like an inventress. She's She is a scientist. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I'd want to fuck Plankton and kill SpongeBob. But then here begs the question. Is it wrong for me to fuck Plankton because he's so small? I think he'd have to fuck me. It would sort of be, you know, how like, you know, the like whole thing with like gay men and gerbils, right? Yes. <laughs> so I feel like it'd be that. But also, <laughs> Plankton is like the size of literally, like, wouldn't he be the size of literally my fingernail? In real life, Plankton are microscopic. Yeah, literally, like. Oh my God, microscopic pound me. <laughs> like, you wouldn't even feel it. Hot. Um, <laughs> it's my time. Also, why doesn't Pearl just go eat Plankton? Oh my God, my cat's about to jump on my laptop. <laughs> no. no. Okay, I think we're safe. We're safe. <laughs> really pounced for that um these are great questions why wouldn't she just eat plankton just go eat them she wouldn't she just need to stand next to the chum bucket and just inhale like miss squirrel miss opportunity (laughs) makes me think of in this episode where um plankton does the harmonica solo and he's running back and forth (laughs) that was actually so funny Uh, there's so many good gags from the band geeks episode including um Patrick asking if mayonnaise is an instrument. <laughs> that is, I think that's we had a we had a missing line on my thing that said that iconic scene where Patrick 
blank. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's is made as an instrument. Because yeah. that is one of the most quotable SpongeBob moments ever. That one's really good. I also love when um Sandy puts him in the trombone <laughs> and he's walking back to his seat. You like, left oh, your lights yeah. on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patrick. Wait, so how do the cars work? Do they run on Oh, but they have the propellers. They're boats. They have the propel they're just boats. With wheels though. They wouldn't need the wheels. Do they have wheels? They do have wheels. Perfect. Because the bicycles... Because they're boatmobiles. Right. But in Squidville, the bicycles don't touch the ground. They're just propellers. They're just little, like, um, gears, almost. Yeah. Um, these, are the, um, these are the important questions. Yeah. Like, do they even have a marine biologist on the team? <laughs> I hope they answer these questions in Camp Coral. Or yeah. else I won't be watching. Yeah. Um... Okay, well that's that's a lot. We just covered a lot of SpongeBob material. There's just too much to talk about with the show, and there's a million and a half episodes. We could get into all of them, but I yeah. feel like we got the important stuff out of the way. Yeah, I do. Just need to real quick say, Sandy is a girl boss. She is a girl boss. She is the moment. She's mm-hmm. strong. I only have literally one single female character in terms of the leads, because Pearl yeah. and Mrs. Puff are characters, but yeah, like they're like secondary. Yeah. Tertiary, tertiary. Uh-huh. She's a secondary character, Sandy. Yeah. She's like in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the only one, but she is iconic. And in the Broadway show, she was a woman of color. I love that. They did do that. Which makes sense. Yeah. It checks out. I feel like that gives very much so um Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Like Hermione, Hermione Granger. Yes. Ugh, that was a good show. Yeah. Um, what were some queer moments? From Spongebob, from this episode, from life. Preferably um, from Spongebob. You know, I didn't have many. I will say that um, Sandy was like the girl boss. And like, obviously, I wanted to be I wanted to be her. Mm-hmm. And, and I really like Pearl. I thought she was really funny. And like, she was also sort of like an icon for me growing up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wouldn't say anything like specifically like queer, but more so just like strong female characters that influenced me. Like when I was like, not me saying strong female characters in the in fucking SpongeBob because they're <laughs> literally like so dumb or whatever. Sandy is strong though. She is. She's the strongest, both physically, mentally, emotionally, Can- all canonically. Of the above. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, great! Those are good. That's a good um, one. How about you? Um. I think for me, it's it's less queer and more, like, thematic. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, as annoying as SpongeBob is, I do think he's aspirational in a sense because, like, he truly gives zero fucks. True. At any given point, what anyone thinks of him, he's just undeniably himself. Mm-hmm. And he sort of just, like, navigates the world in a super innocent way. And I think that is something that I aspire to. I mean, who doesn't want to give no fucks? And I think, like... He's he's so free in how he expresses himself, and that's the point of the show is like that you just sort of have to accept these things and other people, um, and and accept the contributions they give in your life, and sort of just like not judge them. And I think that that is a really important theme and something that you know can make a difference. So while I don't think the show necessarily like inspired me in the in the real sense of the word, I do think like. Its themes were sort of important, and I definitely like, you know, 
it's escapism in like the purest sense where mm -hmm. I'm just like want to live through these ridiculous situations and characters. And um, I think that's why people love it so much. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Those are definitely some vibes. Those are some big old vibes. Yeah. Um, how would you rank this TV show? If you give it a score out of 10, you know, I think this is one of the rare cases where there's not, uh, there's not much problematic, like history of the show mm -hmm. for me to like sort of, uh, like handicap my my rating. Um, there was one episode that got um, axed from streaming, and that was the panty raid episode. Do you remember that? No. Where they like go in, like Mr. Krabs, like goes on a panty raid, and she he like steals some lady's like underwear, and like they thought that was too like misogynistic, or whatever. But like that's no no big deal to me. Hmm. Um, I know about that. That's just one episode, yeah. though. Um, so I would give it... And I'm rating it for what it is. And Absolutely. I think it accomplishes its purpose. Um, and we're still talking about it. Mm -hmm. And it's so loved. I really do think I'm going to give it like an 8. That's exactly what I was going to give really? it. Really? Okay, good. Because it's entertaining. It's... Like... There were maybe three times I genuinely laughed out loud. Like, it's not, like, hilarious. But for a 10-minute show, like, that's not bad. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a pretty good success rate for me laughing out loud. Yeah. So it's funny. It does the job. Like you said, it's, like, for what it is, I think it's super entertaining. You know, I think it could have been sharper, perhaps, or, or wittier. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, I do think it does sometimes veer into really stupid territory, but I think we picked a good season also. Yeah. Like, season two. In the beginning. Right. It was, like, prime time, perfect. Because, like, season one, it was finding itself. Season mm -hmm. two, it found itself. I think season two, it really did. And then it lost itself around five or six, I'm sure. I, I wonder if I watched... I should watch, like, just the last episode. Because, obviously, I yeah. stopped watching this TV show, like, after 2000... What? 2008? I don't know. Yeah. They were playing reruns, so... Um, I wonder what like the newest stuff is like. Yeah. Probably very stupid. Yeah. And I'm but, sure a lot of gimmicks. Uh, but but for but for what it is, at least my memory of it and and the episodes that I remember, eight out of ten. Mm -hmm. um, but that's it. We come to the end. Yeah. Um, if you enjoyed this episode of Rainbow Rewatch, please go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star review. Go tell us what you want us to watch, be it movie, TV show something we've already covered i don't care just leave us a review um you can also follow us at rainbow rewatch and instagram and tiktok mm -hmm. and um you can also venmo us yeah wait my venmo is liliana m what's your venmo it's just my name daniel kushner okay venmo us i just thought of that i was like you know what <laughs> we should have been doing that that should be my Venmo should have been in my TikTok bio back when I was doing videos. True. You could have gotten some coin. Yeah. And by coin, maybe like $10. <laughs> but hey, yeah. it's worth it. One time I posted my Venmo on like trans visibility. Guess how much money I got. I don't know if it's an embarrassingly big or small amount. One person sent me one Venmo transaction. A cent. Oh, I, I mean, like, I really don't need the money. I did it as kind of a joke and just to see what would happen. And I thought it was like, I was like, wow. Well, people really don't well, care. Sent. I was like, okay, whatever. Well, I guess if everyone in the world contributed a cent. 
That'd I have be like pretty six good. dollars, <laughs> right? At least, yeah. If every, if all six billion people Venmoed you a cent, that reminds me of this one SpongeBob episode where they go in the mattress store mm-hmm. and and SpongeBob's like, and there's like obviously like thousands of mattresses, and SpongeBob is like, how many do you think there are? And Patrick goes ten. <laughs> <laughs> I love Patrick. Okay, well, on that note, see you soon.